When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stefan James, founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life, from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome, and let's begin. Hey everyone, welcome back. I'm Tatiana and I'm joined today by Stefan from Project Life Mastery. And we are gonna do something a little bit more fun today. We're gonna to be doing a Q&A. So we have asked all of our viewers on Instagram and elsewhere to submit their questions. What do you guys wanna know about us? Anything that you've wanted to know that we haven't spoken about before? Not business related, just personal stuff. And we have put all these questions in this hat and we're gonna be picking them at random and answering them for you today. So sit back yeah. and enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we thought it'd be just a fun way for you guys to get to know us a little bit. You know, usually our channels, we talk about serious topics, business, yeah. entrepreneurship, investing, money, um, but maybe some of you are interested in us and getting to know the quirky things about us or um, our personalities, our lives, whatever it might be. So. We put it out there on Instagram, and these are some of the questions we got. We got a lot. Yeah, we picked um, a lot. We picked, I thought, would be the best, some of the best ones. Um, and then we're going to maybe do another one if you guys want to know more. So okay. do you want to start first? Okay. Right. Okay. What's something you're scared of? Ooh, <laughs> going right to the, uh, you know, those ones. I'd say one of my, there's actually quite a few things, but I'd say one of the biggest one that has always been a constant for me is I'm afraid of settling in my life. Um, I'm afraid of living my life less than what I'm truly capable of. I'm afraid of coming to the end of my life feeling like I missed out on what life has to offer. I feel like I missed out on my potential, that my potential was still intact. And so for me, that's something that, that, that creates fear for me. Um, and I think that, that there's a many different things I can go from that. Like I'm afraid of uh, struggling again financially in my life because I've been there and I never want to go back. And I think that motivates me to take care of our finances. Uh, I'm afraid of getting cancer or heart disease that terrifies me. And so I, you know, that, that motivates me to take good care of my health. I'm afraid of losing you. I'm afraid of 
being in a relationship with no passion, no love, no intimacy, and that motivates me to try to be the best I can for you in our relationship and to improve myself. So I'd say, you know, it's that's really, I think, one of my deepest fears um, that I'd have is um, just not maximizing who I am as a human being. I love that. <laughs> so much better than mine. Mine is I'm scared of the boogeyman. Yeah, and I'm, I'm afraid of, you know, little things like that yeah. too, but... Well, I mean, for me, like, I, I don't like scary movies. I'm the type of person who just, like, if anything's realistic, then if I watch a scary movie, then I go to bed at night and I start dreaming about it, and I'll have those dreams for weeks. So I avoid yeah. scary movies. But actually, Stefan, you can attest to this. I watched three scary movies yes. this month. You watched the movie October. It recently. Yes. That traumatized me when I was a kid. But and I was like, it's was not scary at all. It. It's, like, too obvious, you know? <laughs> I, I need something that's realistic, like someone that could, like, I'm walking down the street, and then they come and they pull me in the alley and, you know, yeah, like, yeah. That, that's what scares yeah, she me. she does have some fear. I'd say another thing, we're, we're both, I'd say, afraid of heights. And yeah. not, I mean, I've done, been skydiving before and I've done things like that and you're willing to do those things, but it's still, like, scary. if we're too close to, like, a balcony or something like that, we might get a little bit nervous. Yeah. Um, there's a time where we try to, you try to take me to zip lining for my oh birthday my in Whistler, I, and I was like, nope, don't want to do it. I bought him these like nice zip lining experience, the best experience, the highest, you know, the most expensive package at Whistler. <laughs> I drive him all the way to Whistler. It's like a two-hour drive, and then we get there, and then he's like, nope, not doing it. I was like, what? <laughs> we have to do this. So there's cases like that, which I think as I've gotten older, I value my life more versus when yeah. I was younger, it's like skydiving and yeah. things like that a bit more. Yeah. Okay. Um, is it my turn? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'll pick this one. What are you focused on most right now in your life? Ooh. Like your biggest goal or focus? Yeah. Um, well, you know what? I would say business is definitely secondary. Um, I'd say I'm focused right now just on my relationship. I'm really focused on learning as much as I can and um, trying to be the best partner for you, trying to grow personally because the more I grow as an individual, the better I show up for everyone in my circle, you included. And just learning like, you know, I'm stuck with you for life. So we want to make this the best it possibly can be. And it's great. We have an amazing relationship, but there's always another level. And I always want to be working towards that. And I know that if I'm not focused on that, then that's going to get neglected. And that's what happens in a lot of long-term relationships. We've been together six years and we're still very passionate and loving. And I know people who are together 10 years, 20 years, and that can fade. And that's because you're not putting attention to into it. When you're just getting, you know, you're just getting to know someone, you're in in that honeymoon phase, you're doing all you can. You're putting so much effort into your relationship, um, and that's why it thrives. But then, once you're in a committed relationship, all of a sudden you're like, "Well, we've got each other. We're married. I don't have to like look good anymore. You know, I don't have to put an effort into like setting up dates." But like, that's why the relationships dwindle and they end. If you do what you did in the beginning, then there will be no end. And so, I'm taking it upon myself as my responsibility. We each have the responsibility in a relationship, but. I want to make sure I'm doing my part. And so that's kind of my focus right now. (laughs) Very lucky. And, you know, for me, um, and just just to that point, too, like you're reading a book called Attached. Great relationship book. But it's very easy, I, I find, for both of us to, like, just to be too focused in business because business is something that you have more control over. It's something that you're good at, mm-hmm. right? And, and and you put your focus, your attention in your business and we always kind of have to like remind ourselves, we both just talk about mm-hmm. this, like, let, like we're set for business, like we're good, we overachieve in that area 
let's focus on the harder areas of life, the ones that people avoid, the ones that people are so afraid to focus on because you have to be more vulnerable and open up, but really brings the greatest returns. So that is something for sure. Yeah, it's tough to be, like you need to be a strong person to be vulnerable. Yeah. You need to be very courageous. And a lot of people don't want to face the challenges in the relationship. They don't, they want to distract themselves with other things, but it's like, this is it. Like you got to make this work. If you want to have a great life, you know, focus that energy on your relationship because you're with that person for so many years and they are going to impact the quality of your life. Trust me. Yeah, the most important decision you make is who you spend it with. And so that's... um, yeah, it's just one of the most important things. For me, I'd say the biggest focus uh, is my self-care <laughs> and, uh, you know, just my, my well-being. Um, for me, like I've done a video on this and shared how um, one of the struggles that I've had is overstimulation of dopamine. Mm-hmm. And I did a video on like a dopamine detox. And so for me, I've kind of had tendencies in the past, like my first addiction was video games and uh, that was like an overstimulation of dopamine. I used to skip school to play video games, some cases like 16 hours a day. Um, and then I, I've, I kind of like traded that addiction for the addiction of like success. Which, by the and, way, sorry guys, he was just recently on Dr. Phil helping a young boy who yeah. was dealing with video game addiction and he was giving him his advice and he's going to be mentoring him, which is yeah, pretty cool. That episode I think will be out November, December, but um, you know, and it was like addiction, like even like the, the dopamine overstimulation to technology, social media, YouTube, uh, video games, uh, success and things like that. And, you know, pornography in my past variety of those things that overstimulate dopamine levels. And what I've learned from that was like a really big eye opener for me, because when you overstimulate that, it's almost like kind of like having sugar, like sugar gives you a great boost. It gives you a lot of pleasure. But if you over, if you have sugar every day, then what happens is you end up um, like if you, you can't eat a salad, like you can't enjoy vegetables and just like simple things like that because your taste buds and everything have changed to being used to having sugar. And that's kind of what it is when you overstimulate the dopamine levels. So for me, what I've been working on is lowering that and focusing on my well-being and, and journaling and going out in nature and exercise and my health and, and my mental, and my emotional health, a relationship. Like all of those things for me are the most are such important things as well as like spirituality and God and prayer and meditation that just like resets the brain. So for for me, it's like spending less time in front of screens and devices uh, because I spent so much time to like get to where I'm at and even in my business on screens and devices. And that's like, for me, that that resets my brain and allows me to kind of even it out and now experience higher levels of happiness and joy and things like that. Yeah, and I have so much respect for you for making that your primary focus because that's not really rewarded, right? That's something that you personally will reap the rewards of, but in society, like you're not making more money, you're not getting rewarded by other people. Like the way in your business, with business, it is very highly rewarded. Success, um, those things are highly rewarded, but this is something that you kind of do behind closed doors and to make it your focus means that you're taking time away from working on your business and other things um, that you can, uh, you know, reap more benefits from externally. So I really respect you. you for doing that. Yeah, you know, I don't, we don't spend much time on social media yeah. or things like that at all anymore. So yeah, it's been great. Great. Okay. Wow. Next. Two questions and nine minutes in. We like to talk, responses. don't we? Do you speak any other languages? Okay, this is a short question answer. Uh, I speak English. I speak French. Uh, I speak French fluently, although I haven't used French in years. Um, I went, I studied French in an elementary school, high school, and in university. 
And I also speak Portuguese and Spanish, but not fluently. I get by. Spanish um, is pretty good. She, yeah. I depend on her a lot when we're in Panama <laughs> and Latin American yeah. countries. Spanish I learned just from living in Panama and just like having to figure out how do I get here and there and talk to people. And uh, Portuguese I learned because most of my family lives in Brazil and I used to go there every single year. Um, when I was young as a kid, the family, we would go there for Christmas time and I would just pick up on Portuguese hearing everyone speaking Portuguese around me. Yeah, and for me, uh, just English. I made some attempts to learn uh, Spanish when we were in Panama. Hired a teacher for that. Didn't stick with it. Um, at a certain point, after like you know doing it for like a month or two, I was like, "It's gonna take another year," and I'd much rather put this time, energy, and focus into like learning and mastering other parts of my life that I just felt I'd get a better return of, like putting that into my well-being and my health and my spirituality and reading books, things like that. So. Um, I didn't, you know, really see us see me having that much benefit and practical use of that long term. And I had you already to <laughs> kind of do that communication for us. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is it my turn? Okay. Uh, what's the one thing you both completely disagree on? Whew, um, honestly, there's not really much. There's not really anything I can really think of. I think that one of the greatest parts of our relationship is that we're in like so much alignment in terms of our values, our beliefs, our vision, uh, what we want for, for our lives and everything. And it's kind of spooky. Like we think the same thoughts and finish each other's sentences, which is kind of weird. Yeah. Um, I remember one time we went to a Tony Robbins seminar date with destiny and we're sitting a, a, away from each other because the event, they, there's like a couple thousand people there. They split you up. And later, like in the evening time, we'd see each other and discuss the day. And one of the, the parts of the, um, there's a few parts of the seminar, but one is like determining your core life values as well as your vision and, and something called your primary question. And then when we, did, when we would do that and then we'd come afterwards and share, yeah. we had the exact same primary question. <laughs> we had like almost the exact same values like it's pretty insane how similar that we are. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a great thing, but it's also nice to have some like differences and, and things like that too, but at least not in the big thing. Yeah. So I, I would say that, you know, the reason that we don't have any major disagreements, uh, that was the question. Like we have small disagreements. We're not like twins. We, mm-hmm. we, we, we see the world a little bit differently. And so in the small things, we may not agree on certain things, but for anything major, we always come to agreement because yeah. I think that's one of the reasons why our relationship is so smooth sailing and how come it's just easy, our relationship. And the reason is because we're always willing to adapt and be flexible. And if I have an opinion, you will hear me out. If you have an opinion, I will hear you out. We will give each other the space to respect each other and respect each other's opinion and then come to an agreement. So we usually don't have any major disagreements. We never fight. We never raise our voices at each other. We have very high standards when it comes to that. We both came from families that were, our parents were always arguing. There was always yelling going on, sometimes physical violence. And we both knew that when we were going to meet the person that we're going to spend the rest of our lives with, we have to make it a must and a priority. And we have to make sure we set the bar high and we will not accept fighting and disrespecting each other and raising our voices and like behaving in the way that our parents behave that really hurt the relationship. And so we kind of learn from our parents what not to do. Yeah. And I think we just both have, we don't have a fixed mindset. We have a growth mindset. And when two people have a growth mindset, you're always open to the other perspective and really pursuing the highest 
the highest level of truth, the highest level of belief mm-hmm. that that really serves us and others the best way. And so, if if you you know you or myself are attached to a certain viewpoint or a belief system, but perhaps the other person has a more empowering or even like a better way of looking at it, because we both have a growth mindset, we're both willing to look at that, and I'm willing to change my beliefs or my habit or my way of being, and you are as well. So we're willing to compromise. And to, to change something that we're so attached to, to let that go, if it, if it provides or, or leads to something better for both of us. And I think we also look at, like for me at least, like I'm not interested in being right. I'm interested in being happy and being in love. So I'll, I'll let go of a viewpoint. And I'm like, you know what? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who's right or wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, let's, who cares about that? That's just, that's that's like low consciousness. Let's transcend that into like, if you're happy, I'm happy, and vice versa, because we're a unit together, and we want to both pursue whatever. Like, if there's something that you really want to do, and it's going to make you happy, and it's going to be at an inconvenience for me, I'm willing to let go mm-hmm. of my comfort or my belief in in something that can help you, because that will help me at the end of the day too. Yeah, because ultimately we are a unit, we are a team, we are partners, and you know we want to support each other. And I think one of the key, the the found the basic principles that we always fall back on is I know that your intent is pure. You know that my intent is pure. So although sometimes we may have something to say about someone, you know, I might point something out to him that may be uncomfortable for him to hear, but he's open to hearing it because he knows that I'm not out there to maliciously attack him or to hurt him. He knows that I'm always trying to look out for him for what's best for him. I always want what's best for him. Um, So when we have that as the basis of our relationship, we're able to have really constructive conversations and the disagreements that we have end up being extremely constructive and powerful and end up actually helping us grow our relationship. Mm-hmm. For sure. All right, okay. your turn. Got some good relationship advice in this video too. <laughs> we talk a lot too. We have a lot of deep well, we conversations. Just, have, this is, yeah, that is the thing. We, we do talk like this and, and have these types of conversations a lot. <laughs> like every day. Okay, what's something you struggle with right now in your life? Hmm. Ooh, good question. Do you know? You can go first. I don't have to think about it. Um, I'd say for me, like, uh, my work and my business consumes me too much. Uh, that's probably mine too. Yeah, like I'd say I love my business and I love doing what I do, but there's also a lot of um, responsibilities and pressures and stresses that can come with that too. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of sounds like a stupid, like this is not a problem. Yeah. Like this is like a high quality problem. Like I don't like even com- talking about it because I don't want to compl- like sound like I'm complaining. But it's like almost like there's so many opportunities that come up. Opportunities to meet this person, to do this promotion or this opportunity could lead to more money or a way to grow the business that sometimes what that does, even though that's great, it can keep me, it's like a vacuum. It sucks me. There's like the demands of the business where like the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Like it's always pulling me and I need to always discipline myself and be like, no, like this is how much I'm willing to give to my business, but this is more important. Like God is most important. You're most important. My, what my self-development is most important. Um, relationships, my social life, all those things. So those ones, my business is easy. Like my business will suck me in because there's emails and there's messages and there's questions from you guys and urgencies. But I have to cut off the urgencies and be like, no, I'm not willing to to work as much as I did before because 
um, that path doesn't lead me to the vision that I have. And so that's always a struggle for me, I'd say, and even having a team, having like, you know, 15, 16, whatever people that work for me and then providing work for them and, you know, being, being the leader of them and, and being involved with that while also at the same time, you know, creating that life balance and the lifestyle that I want. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say for me, um, it is trying to figure out like, what do I want my life to look like on a day-to-day basis? Um, because I, we're here right now in Hawaii. We're, we are steps away from the beach. We have a gorgeous view. And I thought that coming here, like I thought I would be on the beach every day. We paid a <laughs> premium price for this apartment so that I could go to the beach every single day. And I've been like a few times. And it's I, I find myself working. I, I, I don't know if I'm a workaholic. I love what I do. And again, I do feel bad saying that because I just did a call the other day with my family in Brazil and they're really struggling right now. They don't have jobs. They haven't had a job since COVID. They've been laid off uh, financially. Like they want to work. So for me to be in the position where I have too much work, like they're, that, that's, they're envious of that. They w- wish they had that opportunity. And so I, I, I think I'm blessed to be able to work. I'm blessed to be able to have opportunities to earn an income Um, but I'm trying to figure out like in terms of like this balance that I want to have I'm trying to figure out how to create that yeah 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 I agree okay great question all right oh we are coming up on 20 minutes here and we've (laughs) we've got a whole hat fill okay oh do you want kids if so how many do you want me to answer? Yeah, first thing, <laughs> okay, so we definitely do want kids. We're actually very much looking forward to that. We were supposed to get married this year, and because of COVID, we had to postpone our wedding. But our original plans was to get married and then start trying to have kids. Yeah, by this time, you know, we were expecting to, to, be, pregnant. to be pregnant. Yeah, yeah. but um, so life we, happens. we, yeah, life happens and things could be far worse. So um, we have delayed those plans. So next year, we are planning to start that up again after the wedding. And um, we are looking to have two to three kids. Yeah. Yeah. And we're, I, like, I'm really excited for that, too. Like, yeah. and, and for us, like, I'm much older than Tatiana. Um, I'm 34. You're 26. And I think that's been, that's worked out really well because um, when we first met, like, you didn't, we've been over six years now. Like, there was no urgency to have kids. And so for Tatiana... And myself, like we're both in a phase like, hey, let's travel, let's build a business, let's mm-hmm. let's improve ourselves and all of that. And, um, you know, for me, like I'm I'm cool, you know, having kids now around this age. That was kind of always my vision. Um, and for you, too, I think you're like at a perfect age that you've wanted to be in to also start to have kids, too. So mm-hmm. I think that's been great because we didn't have that urgency and we were able to experience so much like build our businesses and all that. And for both of us, one thing that was always important is we always want to make sure that we're set economically before having kids and starting a family. So mm-hmm. we're both like super ready for it now and just looking forward to it. Um, can't wait. So yeah. we're looking to settle down by house, you know, by house and kind of, you know, um, get a great community and things like that too. Um, as we transition to that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to meeting a little Stefan and a little Tatiana. Like, I want to see what yeah. they look like. And it's cool to be able to teach them all these things that we've learned and see what happens. And sometimes your kids end up being the total opposite of you <laughs> if you're overbearing parents or they start to become like you. So it's yeah. just interesting to see. It's like a magical experience to create a it'll life. Be, it'll be our biggest challenge yet that we're yeah. looking forward to. Okay, um, what's your favorite video game? 
Okay, I'll answer this. I, I used to be addicted to video games. I do play occasionally. Um, and I'd say the game that I do like is NBA 2K. So I'm a huge basketball fan. I'm a huge LeBron James fan. Uh, the Lakers right now is my team because of LeBron James going to the Lakers. So NBA 2K, that's the game that I enjoy the most. Um, play it for a little bit, but I, I kind of get it out of my system and don't really play that often. But um, yeah, I'd say that's the game that I would enjoy the most. Yeah, and for me, it's Super Mario Bros. <laughs> I can't even say it without laughing because I'm she so she bad. She didn't grow up playing video games like me, and so she's not... It's painful for him to play with I me. can be a little bit frustrating playing with her sometimes, but he, you made He can go through like all the levels without dying, and I have to, like, I need like multiple continues before I can get through a level. <laughs> Yeah, so it can but be it, is, it is a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah it's super fun. fun. I love it. That. Yeah, especially with a little bit of wine. <laughs> it can be even more fun. Okay, what's your favorite part? What's your favorite past about you? Part oh, of your job, I think. Part about your job. Job business. Okay. What's the, my favorite part about my job? About what you do. About what I do? Um, well, I love just the ability to create to be able to have an idea for something, do my research and then take action with it and then see it come to fruition. Like that's what I loved about the physical products business, um, to be able to have an idea, even like packaging, like to draw out packaging and then give it to a graphics designer and then see it printed and looking amazing. And I'm like, it's just so cool to be able to create something that other people want and other people see value in. And that's the beauty about business. You don't make money in business unless you are adding value to someone else, right? Someone, in order for someone to buy your product or your service, they need to see that it's worth the money that they're spending on it or paying you. They need to think that it's worth that value or more before they're going to give you their hard earned dollars. So you're exchanging value in the form of currency for value in the form of product or service. So I love that idea. And I also love the idea that I can just grow. Like the more I grow as a person, the more I can just share with you guys. And, you know, the more I learn about business, like everything on my, my YouTube channel is just what I learned through business. It's just what I'm learning through experience and then I just share it with other people and it's so cool because it motivates me to continue to grow, not just in business but in other areas of my life because I know that I can share these powerful learnings with other people and can help them in their lives as well. Yeah, I was gonna say this a similar thing, just how um, like what I do forces me to grow. So it's like my job, I think I have the best job because my job is to improve myself. My job is to grow. And the more that I grow, the more that I have to give, the more that I have to share. So um, I don't know if I would be who I am today if I didn't have Project Life Mastery because Project Life Mastery and you guys being accountable to you guys forces me to come up with new ideas of content. But at the end of the day, I've got to improve myself. And so like, it's cool the fact that the books that we read, the people that we meet, the seminars, the events we go to, the courses that we go through, not only benefit us on a personal level, but also makes us more money. And it's kind of like, wow, we make money doing this? Like we actually do this for a living? Like how cool is that? So I've always kind of said I have a hobby that I get paid for. And even just like coming up, you know, we got like so many events that we're going to. We're going to the David Data event, the Tony Robbins events, we're going to BioCybernaut in in, in Sedona, uh, Ayahuasca retreat in Costa Rica. Like we got all these things lined up 
And, and sometimes too, like we get cool perks, like we meet awesome people, like extraordinary human beings that we get access to, to interview or to collaborate with these companies. And sometimes these like companies give us stuff for free too, like we get access to things like that, that we wouldn't normally be able to get access to. So it's like we benefit on a personal level and then you guys benefit from it, hopefully, just by seeing us grow and also hearing the things that we learn that we can share and give to you guys. And we ultimately make more money as our business grows anyway. So totally. it's really cool. Yeah. So what do you uh, think? Should we keep going or should we? I say we keep going. Keep hopefully, going. if you guys are enjoying this, hit the thumbs up button. We're at, what, 26 minutes? Maybe a few more. Um, but yeah, we'll try to be a little bit Give us a thumbs up and comment below the most surprising thing that you have heard so far. And if you want more like another one like this, leave a comment, let us know too what questions you might have and we can do another one yeah, as well. Uh, okay, what's one thing that you can't live without? Uh, okay, I'll be quick. I'd say, I'd say like my, my computer. Like honestly, I just think my computer is like so incredible to have this device that I can, I can make money from it, I can impact people's lives, I can learn on it, I can invest on it. Like my life is through it and it's amazing all of that what it provides, but at the same time, like I proactively try to use it as a tool and not like use it just to aimlessly consume things and get addicted to it at the same time. But I say like that's the device. Uh, my computer is just like the most miraculous thing in the world. Yeah, I guess I'll do the same because it's it is a really important piece. It is. Of that. If you think about it, that's where we spend most of our life. Our phone, our computer, like a big yeah. part of our business is run through that. What is one of your guilty pleasures? <laughs> guilty pleasures. Guilty pleasures. Okay. Well, I love chocolate. I love <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> the dark chocolate, the good chocolate. I used to, um, my dad, uh, he loved buying chocolate bars from the dollar store, those really um, like Snickers and Coffee Crisp and Twix and those types of things. So when I was younger, I used to have a lot of that and ice cream too. My dad used to go to Superstore and buy the four liter tubs of ice cream. They would come in either a chocolate, vanilla or Napolitana, which is a mix of strawberry, vanilla and chocolate. And we would sit together and we would eat this four liter tub of ice cream. And you know, it's like not like high quality ice cream, but that's kind of how I grew up. So I always had a sweet tooth, but as I've gotten older, cared more about my body and my health and uh, I still love to indulge in chocolate but I only get the high quality chocolate I'll go for dark chocolate and a high quality kind um, but that's definitely my guilty pleasure as well as some like coconut ice cream uh, I, I don't do dairy so coconut ice cream is my go-to yeah I'd say I've, I've got a sweet tooth as well <laughs> um, for me um, ice cream for sure cheesecake love, love cheesecake, cheesecake. Um, yeah, so things like that once in a while. Yeah. Okay. How did Stefan propose? Well, we have our uh, proposal video up on Stefan's YouTube channel, Project Life Mastery, and it was the most romantic thing ever. <laughs> I haven't watched it in a long time. I should watch it just yeah, to bring back memories. But yeah, I just remember feeling like a princess. And um, I just remember you looked so handsome and... I forget what you said exactly, but it was, I remember it being very video. sentimental. <laughs> it was in Santorini, Greece, and I surprised her, and I had a video crew and photographer, and just one of the most romantic places in the world, 
Um, so we filmed it and put it up on YouTube. So I'll link, we'll link that. The most romantic thing well. anyone's ever done for me. Yeah, it got a lot of views too. So I think a lot of people <laughs> agree with that. So yeah, they're probably all <laughs> sending it to their boyfriends like, hey, do this. <laughs> Is it my turn? Yeah. Okay. Uh, are you religious? Uh, so yes, we both are. We're both Christians. Um, that's something that's, you know, the most important thing in our lives. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's one thing that's just important value that we both share. And we, you know, we've committed our life to, to Christ. We actually uh, got baptized in the Jordan River in, um, in, in, in Israel, right? Mm-hmm. And that yeah, was powerful. Cool. I even shared that, I think, on my YouTube channel and talked a little bit about that. And, yeah. and that was really mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was a beautiful experience. I had grown up... Um, c- Catholic and uh, and then uh, my mom converted to going to like a Baptist church. But you know, as a, if you grow up, you know you don't necessarily believe or understand everything. You're just kind of embedded into what your parents believe. But it wasn't until you know just a few years ago that we really started to learn for ourselves and just realize how amazing it is to have God in our lives and Jesus. And really, ultimately, like. It just helps us to become better people. And um, we are always continuously trying to improve. We're trying, we always, you know, we're all sinners and we ask for forgiveness for our sins, but we're always trying to be better. And we also humble ourselves to, yeah. to God on a daily basis. And I believe that, you know, everything in my life is God's gift and God can also take it away. And I also want to make sure that uh, I don't, go in my ego thinking that, oh, it's me who became successful. It's me who created this. It's me. You know, the ego is, is the danger zone. And so it's, it's been extremely, it's been a beautiful experience and there's nothing more incredible than having God to turn to, you know, when you're alone or when you're going through challenges. And I believe that God gives us challenges to bring us closer to him because it's through those challenges when you, you don't know what to do anymore. You've, you've tried everything that you're like, God, please just help me get through this. Um, and I believe that it, it creates this closer relationship. And um, yeah, it's just an incredible experience. So yeah. we, we both are really grateful for that. Yeah, I grew up Greek Orthodox. And so I, I was baptized as a baby, but I didn't I didn't know. We weren't really like a religious family. We just went to church on Christmas and Easter. Um, but once, you know, I got older and, and went, you know, explored different things and found found Christ or refound Christ and committed my life to Christ. Mm-hmm. So many incredible benefits I've gotten and how I've lived my life and how both of us are relationships. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Great yeah. question. Okay. What do you dislike most about your job? Didn't we answer we, this? Uh, we asked what we Which, like the oh, most. Oh, like most. Don't like. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I love what I do. I'm just so grateful. Like all the small things that kind of bother me or that I'm challenged with. Like I, I've had my fair share of days where I'm just crying or just upset and I'm just going through so much stress because of my business. But ultimately, like when I trade that for gratitude, then I just I'm just end up being grateful for the business. So I don't know. I don't think I have something. I'd say say for you, like one thing is, um, well, I think for both of us, sometimes just with what we do, you attract some people that are negative or complain or judge you or criticize you. And that comes with what we do. So we, we get that. But, um, sometimes you just attract people that just kind of have like a very radical or extreme belief system or say things that are inappropriate or, 
Um, you know, and you get, you know, stereotyped for, you know, different things like that too, that, but we don't really like, we don't, we don't focus on that or really consume that sort of stuff much anymore. But that, that is one piece of it. I'd say that can be a little bit frustrating, but you know, we do our best to try to help people and share and give them the best way that we can. But you know, you can't make everybody happy. You can't please everybody. And there's always going to be some people with every video that you put out, people that don't like it or make this comment or that comment. So as long as we're helping people and our intention is good and we're focused on service and um, the majority of people enjoy it, that's all that matters at the end. Um, So yeah. Yeah. Okay. What was your biggest purchase? For me, it's not any, I mean, besides investments, but I mean, the biggest purchase I'd say was a car, a sports car. Um, that was like 2016, the uh, Corvette Stingray, the new Corvette Stingray. Yeah. So that was the biggest one. I think it was like 70 grand or something like that. Um, I almost got mugged in that car. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd say that would be it. Otherwise, there's not many things. Like, I'm not that materialistic or anything. I mean, we yeah. bought some designer stuff, you know, here and there, but... For me, I don't, um, yeah, I'd say that's probably the biggest one for now, but I know like once we move and once we settle in, getting a house and cars, Mm -hmm. things like that will definitely be. Yeah, we've definitely saved a lot of money. Um, Yeah, I saved like 90% of my income. So uh, my biggest expense was probably this watch, this Rolex. Um, This was just a treat, a reward for myself for a really big milestone. And it was just my biggest lump sum purchase. I've never spent that much money in one payment and um yeah it was it was yeah it was just like I was very hesitant because I was like it's just a watch like that money could be used for so many better things but I was also like no this is this is a symbol of something that I achieved and I set this as a goal for myself and I achieved it so this is the reward yeah what's your favorite food I feel like we kind of already answered this well I, I guess for me um I'd say I'd say cheesecake is like my favorite dessert um, one thing I do like about the U.S. is the Cheesecake Factory. Their cheesecakes are pretty incredible. Um, I don't so, like yeah. them. I find them way too sweet. They, they are, and so I. some of them are good. Others... My, my favorite food is sushi. I love sushi. Um, and especially if you go to, like, a high-quality sushi. There's a restaurant in Vancouver that we had when we were there multiple times, and they just chop the rice so thin. It just <laughs> melts in your mouth. It's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Is that Miku, I think? Um, how did you first meet and what was your first date? You can answer that. Yeah, so we first met on Tinder. Okay, so Tinder, the app. I'm not sure if you, probably everybody knows that. <laughs> um, that's how we first met. And then our first date was in Vancouver. We met up during the summertime and uh, we went to the beach and we sat at the beach and had this really incredible deep conversation and um, went for a long walk, we went to Granville Island, and we just basically like, what was supposed to be just like a meetup, just two people randomly meeting, ended up being like a soul connection, like a deep connection that mm-hmm. after that, we just knew right away, like, wow, this is like an incredible person. We, we were both like just connected on so many great things. So yeah. 
that was a, a first date. Yeah, and for me, I remember I had kind of just gotten out of a long-term relationship. You two as well. Uh, we both had just gotten out of long-term relationships. Months, yeah. For me, I was um, in a three-year relationship, and I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to be in a relationship with anyone. The only reason I met up with him was because I was getting my Brazilian passport done in Vancouver, and I had four hours to kill. I was like, I don't know anyone here, and I was just on the Tinder app for fun. And then I messaged you. I messaged him, <laughs> and then he came, and he was coming back from the gym, and we just started talking but then the conversations that we had were so deep that I was like wow this is special like I have to put like I have to take this more seriously and so we ended up hitting it off yeah six years later and the rest is history okay so how long 37, 37. should okay. we wrap up or okay, do another one, one? one okay we'll time. do one more and if you guys want another one then let us know we'll we'll do something like this again I'm not sure how many people watch it okay. this long do you want to pick which one it is? Uh, I mean, Got a few here. Let's see. What's a good one? How about this one? What do you love most about each other? Oh. <laughs> and on a cute note. Okay. Well, um, I'll, I'll maybe share something. Like it's it's really good just because people might not know this about you, or or sometimes people on YouTube, you know, you kind of think that someone's one way or you're not kind of quite sure what's authentic. But I'd say what I love most about you is just how much you care. Like you're just such a caring, like just such a beautiful heart. And that was one thing that I knew right away that I was so attracted to in you is just you're caring for strangers. Uh, you're caring to give and contribute, not just with what you do in your business, but like day to day, um, you know, through philanthropy and charity and how much you care about me and what you do to support me and, and to help meet my needs and the relationship. So I say just how big your heart is and just how much you care is it's one of your greatest qualities that I love most. Thank you. I would say for for Stefan, um, is is you know for those of you who watch Project Life Mastery, the person you see there is the person he really is. Um, he is that guy who is like constantly trying to grow, tr constantly trying to be the best version of himself. He's always willing to humble himself to see where he could work on something. He's never like in his ego where he's like, no, uh, he's oblivious to his flaws. No, he sees the places that need improvement and he's willing to work on those things. And that's really special because I know a lot of people like we know what we need to work on but we're not we're not willing to put in the work we're not willing to to put in that effort to work on it because it takes it's too painful it's too hard but you're always willing um, as long as it's going to help you to grow and evolve and become a better person for yourself for me for all of your subscribers you know that by growing you're able to give more so who you see on YouTube is who he is like project life mastery Stefan like project life mastery I can see why you picked that name it's because because that's like what you what you want to be as a human. You're always trying to achieve life mastery, and I love that about you. I think it's so cool. Uh, I don't think I don't know many men who are like that, and I, I find it extremely attractive. Thanks, <laughs> babe. I love you. Mm -hmm, love you. Okay. All right. Well, that's. Uh, hopefully, you guys learned a lot about us. Um, but we thank you guys for your time and your attention. And if you want another one, let us know. You can leave some comments below. Give us an indicator if this is something you guys are interested more in. Uh, but we thank you guys for your time. If you want to check out Tatiana, Tatiana James on YouTube, subscribe to her. A lot of incredible content to help you build your business. And then me, Project Life Mastery on YouTube. Uh, subscribe uh, here as well for more. Thumbs up, comments, let us know. And uh, we thank you guys for your time. And we look forward to talking again soon. God bless you and take care.
Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.